for go-getters and just going to betters. It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Hey, little ACDC with your caffeine? That works. <laughs> that works. Right, guys? All right, look, we've got uh, Mark Pastoria, Eric Dorsch in the studio, in the WJR studios, Kristen Kajawa here in our studios. And, you know, guys, it's summertime. And among other things, that means it's time to enjoy those big summer trips, those plans that we make. And, and you know, one of the things, one of those check boxes, especially if you're a parent, that you got to check is trips to the national parks. And there's no more majestic national park than Yellowstone. Have you, by the way, have any of you guys, Eric, have you, have you done the trip? I have not. I have never been to Yellowstone. Never been to Yellowstone. I've never been you guys either. Haven't either. Listen, Mount I had, I, I, what's that? I, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Okay. Yeah. Those national parks. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Here's the thing. I hadn't been there either. And a couple of years ago, we ended up going and I will tell you it, you know, you hear about the majesty of the place and how unique it is and why it's a national park, the natural, incredible beauty of the landscape, the size, the impact the place has, the geysers, of course, and the buffalo, all those things combined to, you know, really to make it a special place. And, and so having it as a national park makes good sense. Well, recently, roughly uh, about a week and a half ago, the park suffered a major flooding, like major flooding, the 150-year history of the park. They've never been flooding like that. And, um, and it did a lot of damage, washed out roads, uh, even you know, forced the visitors out of the park and poses somewhat of a threat to the animal populations there, certainly to the natural landscape as well. And uh, it's just an article published by Benji Jones. He's a reporter for Vox. He covered the story for us, and he's going to tell us, Benji, is Yellowstone going to be okay? This was extreme. Yeah, so it was pretty extreme. The National Park Service has called it unprecedented, but I think it will take some time to figure out just how historic this flood is. But a combination of heavy rainfall mixed with melting snow has just completely inundated the park. And this happened starting on, on Monday last week and lasted a couple days. And so we saw rivers swelling really quickly and... I don't know if you've seen, but there are these images of, of roads yeah, that are washed away, bridges washed away. So it's, it's just, yep. it's very dramatic. And this is also happening just after the 150th anniversary of Yellowstone National Park, the nation's oldest national park. So it's really a, a big deal. And the impact, I mean, you know, we're, we're all concerned, you know, in Yellowstone, you have the natural beauty, mm -hmm. the landscape spectacle of beauty and extreme beauty that's associated with Yellowstone. But we also have the animals. Yeah. These are iconic animals that really kind of are the hallmark kind of icons of American wildlife, and they're endangered as a result of this, right? So yes and no. I mean, what's interesting is that while certainly this is a devastating disaster for, for people and lots of visitors had to be evacuated, houses were destroyed, but lots of animals are actually pretty well adapted to these extreme fluctuations of weather. So while yes, there are certain animals such as birds, water birds that might see their nests get drowned, for example, we're actually seeing that many different kinds of animals can actually tolerate these types of extreme floods because they've had to live with them on and off for their whole lives. And then we can get to this, but there's a whole other question about, is this going to get worse over time? And that's kind of a more important question. So it's not like, you know, for those of us who love Yellowstone and love the wildlife there, it's not like we're in jeopardy of losing Yellowstone and its natural beauty and losing the wildlife that's there. 
I don't think so, no. So the biologist that I spoke to basically summarized the situation as the wildlife is going to be fine. We're going to keep an eye out on certain species to see if there are issues, but the icons like the gray wolf, the bison, and the elk and deer and so forth are by and large probably going to be fine. And in fact, some say that this might be a little bit of a blessing in disguise, or there may be some silver lining to this recent flood, and that is that it gets the visitor numbers down. And as a result of that, maybe wildlife can flourish a little more actually on the heels of this. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not the first thing you think about. This kind of disaster could be a benefit, but, um, but that's right. So there's been some research showing that road traffic and visitor traffic can actually disturb different animals. So when there's a drop in traffic, you might see bears and, and other predators or other kinds of wildlife navigate across the road more easily or just graze around there versus when there are lots of people in the park, you're going to see these animals avoid the roads and so forth. So yes, that's totally right. We could actually see a benefit to some species in that there are just fewer people to disturb them. And those disturbances might mean that they have to travel farther to get to a certain region or whatever. And that takes energy and that energy could otherwise go towards things like reproduction. So there could actually be consequences to heavy visitor traffic. And and that could be a benefit, at least in the north part of the park, where it looks like it won't be opened for a while. Another kind of surprising benefit of a lot of rainfall is that the animals that wolves and bears eat, like deer and elk, they actually might benefit from just the amount of water, the sheer amount of water that is pouring into the landscape. And of course, plants need water, and so the plants might grow more as a result, and so they might actually have more food. So that's kind of another hidden benefit of, of all these floods. And in closing, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but you know, is this a harbinger of things to come, uh, bad things to come now? Is this a, something related to the changing weather patterns or as a result of the changing weather patterns? Or is this, as you also said earlier, this is kind of, you know, it happens every now and then. What are we seeing here? So it's a bit of both. So Yes, we do see flooding every spring pretty much in Yellowstone, and you will see changes in weather that are dramatic, and, and that's why these animals have figured out how to tolerate them. The big question is now is, okay, is this going to get worse over time? Are we going to see more extreme floods stacked together? And what effect will that have? And it looks like that's probably going to be the case. There's been some research into Yellowstone specifically looking at the climate, and it looks like it is actually getting wetter in April and May. So that could be a problem. And it is also getting hotter and, and hotter temperatures also mean that more snow is going to melt. And both of those contribute to flooding. And the way that one researcher put it to me is that something like water birds that have nests right on the on the shores, they might see their eggs get inundated with water and it will kill the babies and that could be a problem for them this year. Now, that's not that big of a deal because these birds live for 20, 30 years and so they can just have babies next year and you won't see dramatic fluctuations in their population size. The big problem is, okay, what if next year there's also this extreme flood around the same time and then they're not only having problem with their nest one year, but two years in a row, and then maybe it's three years. And then then you could start to see these more dramatic drops in a population of certain animals. Right. Got it. Benji Jones, thank you very much. We really appreciate you bringing the story to us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Benji Jones, reporter at Vox. You just published an article in Vox on how Yellowstone's animals survive a catastrophic flood. Thanks so much for joining us and enlightening us on this recent event and how it impacts our beloved Yellowstone and the animals that are in the park. All right, we're going to run to a quick break. Back with more in a minute on the Pre-W Smith Show.